0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Post-apocalyptic insurers try out a new make-it-rain strategy by Adam Rogers. Friends, have you thought about your insurance lately? Reader clicks close tab. Damn it! Wait, no, look. Climate change makes natural catastrophes worse in both intensity and frequency, and insurance might be a significant way to pay for recovery. International aid can be unreliable. Government money really is just taxpayer money. Corporations and nations have, for at least a decade, had access to quick infusions of post-disaster cash. Now they might be coming for regular people, too. And if you're in a disaster zone, a cash bonanza could be the difference between staying and rebuilding or having to just leave permanently. Typical insurance, the kind you probably have on your car or home, helps with this, but it is slow. It pays out only after you make a claim and get a valuation of the damages and then you still have to wait for the check. That's not much help if you're wading through floodwater. Insurers have figured out a way to speed that up by restructuring the system. Forget about claims and adjustment. With these new kinds of policies, all it takes to get the financial ball rolling is the occurrence of a trigger, a previously agreed-upon event, an earthquake of sufficient size, say, or a hurricane with winds of a given speed. It's called parametric insurance, and if one of those hazard parameters gets met— Every policyholder downrange of the trigger gets an automatic payment of a set amount. Pow! Governments and corporations are into it. The investment world originated the idea, probably because large organizations that incur complex damages appreciate a fast, predictable payout. And catastrophes can make deploying claims adjusters unsafe or outright impossible. The Nepal earthquake of 2015, for example, killed 9,000 people and incurred losses in the range from $6 billion to $10 billion. Only a fraction of that was insured, and even getting help to the region was a challenge. A big, all-at-once infusion of cash would have helped. Since 2007, countries in the Caribbean and beyond have together operated the Caribbean Catastrophe Risk Insurance Facility to deal with the problems developing countries typically face after hurricanes, earthquakes, and floods. The African Union has one, as does Hong Kong in case of typhoons. If you have good enough data and good enough sensing technologies, such as the seismometer Network in California or the hurricane-hardened weather flow anemometer stations on the East Coast, you can get that data and very quickly work out whether someone should be getting paid, says Samuel J. Gibson of the Capital and Resilience Solutions Group at the catastrophe risk modeling firm RMS. This allows post-event initial injections of cash for immediate disaster recovery. Until recently, individual consumers didn't have access to parametric insurance in the U.S. That's changing. In October 2018, a company called Jumpstart started offering earthquake coverage to Californians. The trigger is a quake that reaches 30 centimeters per second of peak ground velocity, a measure the U.S. Geological Survey uses to create shake maps of intensity. So if a quake hits and you're in the red zone of 30 centimeters per second of PGV, you get an automated text message asking if you want your money. Confirm. You have to confirm for regulatory reasons. And you get a direct deposit of $10,000. Even if there's no damage to your stuff, your life is going to be messed up in an earthquake that big, says Kate Stilwell, Jumpstart's founder and CEO a structural engineer who spent a decade building computer models of earthquake risk. That money can pay for a hotel after evacuation, for childcare if schools close, for a quick car repair, or to make up for lost work days because the roads are too damaged to drive and transit is suspended. Insurance and risk are primarily about math. The basic principle of just about all insurance is that enough people pay premiums over time to cover the big payouts after an event. In California, everyone knows a big earthquake is coming, but only 10% of homeowners have quake insurance. The same goes for commercial buildings. Even if you survive a disaster, even if most of your stuff survives, you still face consequences. And those hit poor people less likely to have ready cash or stable support networks, the hardest. Watching New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina, still well realized that those social vulnerabilities can be as much a problem as the actual disaster. As structural engineers, we are not doing our job if the other pieces of the resilience puzzle are not in place, and one of those pieces is getting enough money into the system, she says. What good are safe buildings if nobody stays to live in them? In business school, Stilwell learned about catastrophe bonds, a financial tool pegged to disasters. Parametric insurance fits that category. She also realized that new technologies, more accurate hazard models, automated financial services, and a robust text messaging system could actually sustain a parametric consumer business. Fundamentally, the motive was to get more money into the system, according to Stillwell. That let her incorporate, as a public benefit corporation, a so-called B Corp, to do post-disaster stimulus. Originally, the company was going to pay $30,000. She says California regulators told her that amount was large enough that people might think Jumpstart was meant to cover all their losses, rather than serve as gap coverage in a disaster's aftermath. So she lowered the payout. The premiums ranging from $11 to $33 a month, depending on zip code, cover the business and the cost of paying for the collateral, a pool of money at the insurer Lloyd's of London that makes sure Jumpstart can always pay out. The key to making parametric insurance work is dealing with basis risk, the match or mismatch between a trigger and the damage it can actually cause. If you model damages for a magnitude 7 quake and set that as a trigger, but then suffer damages at magnitude 4, you've blown it. So how you design that trigger could vary depending on which of the different types of coverage you're looking for, Gibson says. It starts with understanding the problem space and then moving backwards to an optimal parameter. Natural hazards are particularly amenable to this because there are so many sensors monitoring them. New York's MTA uses a tidal gauge. Satellite images combined with topography might eventually work for flood levels. Wildfires have a distinct burn area, regardless of whether your house specifically gets destroyed. What you're trying to do is say, what level of damage am I going to have given this trigger, says Matt Jung head of Property Solutions, U.S. and Canada, at Swiss Re, a global reinsurer and disaster information clearinghouse. The obstacles, then, are education, telling people this thing is on sale, and regulation. Outside California, state regulators are still chewing on how and whether to give parametric policies the green light for consumers. They're new, and bureaucracies are justifiably cautious. But if Jumpstart is successful— Stillwell says it will expand to other states and other perils next year. You can imagine summertime East Coast. We can indeed imagine. Every season, someone new is thinking about their insurance. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2.